somebody brought bagels into your office and you're feeling like shit, like it's fine, go ha have an apple. Everybody, welcome back. <laughs> this is Brooke and Carly, and this is the Love Myself Podcast. So this is our seventh episode. Welcome back if you are a returning listener, and if you are a new listener, welcome. Uh, we're really excited to have you here today. Um, I feel like we've just put this out um, really to the internet. I just announced this on my page. So for anyone who is a new listener, like I said, this is the Love Myself Podcast. It's a place where Carly and I want to come and talk about topics related to health, fitness, nutrition, um, from a place from two people who are just your average gals, live in our mid-20s, trying to get through our day-to-day -day lives. So, hey, yeah. <laughs> well said. I'm just sitting here, like, smiling because I'm like, I this is great. I would say this ditto. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we like to start our episodes with a weekly update. Uh, it has been two weeks since our last episode we put out right before Christmas. If you want to go ahead and take a listen to that, it's called It's Been a Year. We went over 2019, and we went over our goals for 2020. So... Yeah. Do you want me to start with my update, Carly? Um, yeah, what'd you do over Christmas, Brooke? Well, we, it's funny because we actually spent so much time together <laughs> over the break, so um, I'll try it's not so to say too much on what happened with your break. But yeah. so Chris, oh, right before Christmas, we let you guys know on our last episode that our friend got engaged, and that happened. So, yeah, we, t we hyped it up and talked about it um, because it hadn't happened yet. I think we were, what, we were recording on Friday, and it was happening like Saturday. Um, very fun so i don't know who like what our listener base is in terms of age but if you're involved if you've been involved in engagements you know it's really fun but you're still super young it's exciting as all hell we were legitimately running through the streets screaming they're engaged like five-year-olds <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> um, and it was yeah it was arguably like i can't tell you there was a single second of the night where I wasn't like the happiest person ever and I'm not even the one getting engaged so it was just great and congrats to them love them wonderful times yeah so that was really cool and then Christmas happened I got a lot of awesome gifts my family and friends really showed up this year my boyfriend got me a massage gun which if you follow which is on Instagram podcast, yeah it's amazing everyone so we went on a ski trip afterwards which we'll talk about but like everyone on the ski trip was like fighting over the massage gun because it only had a certain amount of charge and everyone was like i want to use it yeah it was funny like midway through the weekend i had friends being like we took it like <laughs> and, like people were like hiding using it because i was yeah like, well it was funny because me and taylor were like in the living room and so in this condo there's like a living room and an upstairs but like the upstairs is sort of like looking over the downstairs so there's no wall so you can hear people upstairs downstairs like it's pretty small but still two floors and Cassie our one friend was like upstairs like napping and me and Taylor were downstairs and we just got done skiing so we were like where's the massage gun whatever and we were like we used it without Cassie like we didn't tell her don't tell her and she just goes I can hear everything you're saying <laughs> <laughs> we like, go get it like she won't even know like 
Yeah, it was definitely a hot item. So I'm so excited that I got that for Christmas. I told you guys I asked for the flip belt, which is just like a little thing for running. I got that. I got a new ski jacket and just a lot of random running stuff like socks and goose and just random stuff. So Christmas was really, really cool for me. And it's just so funny because when I was younger, I never would have imagined like these were the items that I was asking for for Christmas. Me either. (laughs) Like you're just asking. Yeah, I mean, I've been asking for that type of stuff like for years actually this year was like different because I needed like work clothes so I was really boring like I was opening like rain boots which I I love because I love clothes so it doesn't really bother me that much but like for anyone looking in on my Christmas it was completely boring but it was all stuff that I really needed so I was really happy about that yeah Um, I feel like true adulthood is like I got a KitchenAid (laughs) yeah oh my god or like being like I got a new pair of pants for work it's like wow like that's where we're at but um I did, my dad got, I wanted to talk about this for Christmas. My dad got a Fitbit and my father is not very athletic at the moment. He's 50 something, but he's going to do his best this year um, to get healthier. And he, it's funny, like it's, it's so cute. He's such a goon. Um, He got this Fitbit. He was like really excited about it. And I was like, I had to run on Christmas. I had a three mile run. So I was like, dad, like, let's go to the park. You could do your first walk today. Cause he wants to start walking. He's not, he, he was really in shape when he was in the army, but that was like 30 years ago. So cool. Um, He's very out of shape at this point, but he always used to say things like, cause he works close to the YMCA and he works right in town. He's like literally six miles from work at all times at our house so he's always like I'm gonna swim before work I'm gonna run before work and we were like let's see it dad like where is it you've been saying this for years but you know what for him like that's really hard to get started in doing like think about it you haven't he swam in high school he hasn't swam in 30 years and for him to like think about getting up earlier he already wakes up at 545 like for him to even really conceptualize that was was like a huge thing that's probably why he wasn't doing it so now when we say to him okay instead of coming home three days a week just go straight to the park and like do a little walk and, and do it on your Fitbit that's so much more accessible to him so I remember I called him like last weekend and he was like guess where I just was and he was like at the park so I'm super oh, that's so sweet I'm so happy oh, for him <laughs> I know I'm so proud of him he's all so cute he's so excited about it and it was fun when we were like he was like yeah you know I really love the playlist I made it's so inspiring I'm like oh my god <laughs> so happy for him I don't remember if I said it on here or not but I convinced my whole family they're running the 5k with me the day before our half marathon in New Jersey I think you should tell your dad to come run it too oh my god well he's not gonna run it but that's okay I don't think my whole family's gonna run it either but maybe he'll walk it but um I'm not gonna be doing a marathon the next day Oh, it's the day before. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you said half marathon. I did say that, but I was wrong. I forget how much we're committing to running. <laughs> oh my god, I know, dude. It's no, no go. But um, we'll talk about that later. But um, he, I'll let him know about that. But I'll just go because support is fun. So <laughs> I'll be there for that. Dad, you go run it, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm gonna be like, listen, I got a lot to do tomorrow. So <laughs> kind of can't. But so and then. Do you do anything else about Christmas? Because I do want to talk about how I saw Little Women and I cried. Oh, I don't have anything about Christmas particularly, but I did want to talk about our annual Christmas trip. But was that before or after? Guess what comes first, Little Women. So best movie I've ever seen in my life. I actually just talked to my friend from college who 
like I wouldn't not that I wouldn't have expected her to see it but like I just she was she loved it so I was like all right that's really exciting um and like just as much as I did which is wild and consensus from everyone is it's just like the best movie ever and I literally couldn't handle it so uh that's all I really have to say about that (laughs) it uh, it is on my list of books to read I still have to finish the diary of Anne Frank which I've been reading since I went to Amsterdam um not the book just I just haven't had time this actually um for I know we we're weird and we've followed along and read a lot of books to series or to movie series um I think because we just grew up with it too. We grew up with Harry Potter. We grew up with Hunger Games, and Twilight, all that crazy stuff. Twilight, and, <laughs> and, oh my God. and yeah, not the best. And so I think we're very used to thinking about the movie and kind of having like low expectations for it. But the whole time with my mom, I was like, "This is going to be the best movie ever." And she's like, "Well, you know, you don't want to go in, and you know, this, you know, how she is. She's like, always the critic. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you don't want to disappoint. You don't want to like." you know, set yourself up for failure. What if it's not as great? I'm like, mom, no, I, I'm telling you, it's going to be the best movie ever. And she was like, that was... If Emma Watson's in a movie, it's... Well, it's not all about Emma Watson. She's not really like the star of it. Sorry, I love you, Emma Watson. Like, I'm not going to lie. You're the best Hermione I could have ever imagined. But like, th- she's not the highlight of it. Well, you it's know really... what? I'm glad that the highlight can go to someone else. But I'm just saying, well, any movie actually, she's when in, I know it's going to be a good movie. When you think about it, though, if Emma Watson's not the highlight, then you have to consider it's going to be an amazing movie because if she's, like, the floor. True. Right? Okay. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm really talking about this way too much. This is not a movie podcast, but, like, (laughs) it was, it was, was, like, the movie was, like, comparable, if not better, than the book for just certain reasons. And I highly, highly highly recommend it to anyone and if you're in my area and you want to see it and you want someone to go with reach out to me because i'm gonna go like <laughs> what i tell you i was like gonna budget like a 100 bucks to spend on little women just going to see it multiple times like I you're ridiculous and that's the end of my rant about little women sorry okay. um well after little woman was our annual christmas trip yeah we're cute and we since like what 2012 yeah, I think it was junior year of high school was the first yeah. one. Well, technically it was like sophomore year, but didn't we like go with weird boys? And yeah. Then like, yeah, that, that, we don't count that one. Anyway. Um, but ever since we were like old enough to be like let loose in New York City, we've been doing this where we go see the tree. It's like always been the same group of us. And we go out to Italian food dinner because it's the best. why would you get anything else ever? <laughs> and um copious amounts of wine and then a comedy show which is usually most of the time very funny because by then we're like a wine a couple drink glasses deep. of wine deep yeah <laughs> and like you know hit or miss in new york city you're usually doing okay um but there have definitely been some years where we're like oh, horrible but it's it's usually fine well this uh, year was the first year we kind of broke tradition a little we didn't go see the tree but yeah I feel like we've all seen the tree probably 50 times in our lives. No, but to Taylor's point, it's a different tree every year. So It's a different tree every year, but it's always so crowded, so insane. The past yeah. couple of years, I feel like they've put up so many barricades and you have to walk like up a street just to get to it. And it's yeah, and big. you're like, when you turn the corner onto the street where it is, you're already in a, in such a big crowd that you can barely move. It's, it's like too much, honestly. For I mean, see it also, if you've never seen it, but try to go at 
10 p.m. Uh, the lights do turn off, but go when yeah. it's not 7 when we usually go. And <laughs> also there. this year it just kind of also happened to be like very out of the way. It was very far north of what we were doing. Yeah, so. we had dinner in Little Italy and then we went to the stand, which is in, I think, Greenwich Village. Yeah. So you're going from somewhere extremely south to somewhere also extremely south and then like the tree is all the way up on 42nd, which is just like, why bother? <laughs> yeah. But so. it was a super fun time. I, I love our trip. And I, oh, funny story actually about going home. Um, <laughs> normally, I've since we're, we've been taking the bus from our hometown, I always take it from this one. It's like a park and ride. So you can park your car there and then take the bus, which is normally where I go. <laughs> this time, you know, I'm coming back and it was late at night. I took like, I don't know. 11:30 train and I might have mentioned this on here I'm a super grandma I go to bed at 10 p.m. so it's late I'm taking the bus back and normally I'm the first yeah. stop so uh the bus stops I wake up I'm like oh shit we're here so I get off the bus and I'm looking for my car and then I realize that my dad dropped off my car like at a totally different bus stop and oh so wait were you on the Walmart side when it was on the other side no 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 I'm oh. on the other side but my dad left my car at the Acme, so you guys oh know what I'm talking about, but it's like, it's like five stops away. Like, it's not... Oh, so you were at the Walmart, and your yeah. car was at the Acme? Yeah, but I'm just yeah. so used to getting off at this first stop, but really, my, my car was like so many stops later, and so I got off, and I'm like clicking my car, I'm recording myself, I'm like, look, I'm my dad, I don't know where he left my car, ha and then I'm like, oh shit, my car's not here, so I like wave down the bus driver, and I'm like, please let me back on, it looks like an idiot, like, I was just so disoriented, like I just woke up, like, I'm so- Why didn't I know this? I feel like you sent something about like, I, I don't know where the Snapchat of me already off the bus looking for my car, I'm so glad that the bus driver didn't leave and stopped when I waved my hands, like, please oh. come pick me up, because it's 12 30 at night my car is like three miles down the highway <laughs> oh my god I just yeah, so luckily I got back on but that was like that was a rough ending to the night well also Brooke almost got kicked out oh we yeah that was, we went to that this was comedy good. show and we're obviously in the front row because for some reason we just always end up in the front row at comedy shows because people well this time we asked like annoying people we were like we want to sit in the front the well, it's it it more fun I like it to be interactive and not for nothing they gave us like the seat against the back wall and we were like this will not do right <laughs> and anyway, um, i don't even know this other girl sitting next to us made some sort of joke and the comedian kicked her out like no yeah or anything and if you and like i don't know how often people listening to this go to comedy shows but heckling is like a huge thing and it's usually like appreciate not a big deal <laughs> yeah yeah like almost not welcome not welcome but usually the best thing is is when you get a reaction out of the comedian because then it shows how actually funny they are because right. then they get to kind of clap back and it's like oh like it's it's funny it's like interactive and most most comedians I feel like usually are pretty on board with it but this woman was like not having it and I guess and it was just funny because Brooke had what she really called you out because you were on your phone and yeah, I, I was on my her. phone checking train or t- checking bus times and yeah. that was a mistake. I'm sorry to the comedian. Yeah, well, <laughs> but then she threatened to kick me out too, and I was like, oh shit! My friends were like, who that? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, no, <laughs> our two friends coupled us together and were like, that's your problem, and I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it's always an interesting night, but. That was Turned good. out okay. She didn't get kicked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good. And so after that, we went skiing the next day. 
That was interesting. Hello? Did you leave? (laughs) I'm right here. Yeah, the next day, you guys left for Vermont. I came later that night. Uh Uh-huh. And so... And it led to a couple days of fun skiing. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm, I think I've said this before, very new to skiing. I kind of hate it sometimes. And... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really ski that much. <laughs> I was also like, you guys were so well most of the time. Yeah, that's true. I did have like a, a decent head cold that hit me pretty hard, like Thursday, I would say, and we left on Saturday, so I was not feeling well for the first like two or three days of the trip in general. And then I think it was day two where I woke up and I just like didn't ski anything. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a great time. Day two, also, most of the girls, I was the only girl that went because it was, like, kind of hailing. Yeah. <laughs> but we, it was my first time out on the slopes this year. So, and, I mean, Vermont mountains are just so different than Pennsylvania. I really feel like I had to just enjoy it. Um, so I had an awesome time, even though, yeah, the second day there was so much hail, we could barely see through our goggles. We had to go inside of you know, one of the lodges just to wipe our wipe the ice off of our goggles and our helmets. It was so crazy, but it was so much fun. I got a lot of blues. I got on some diamonds. I think I did I the best that I've ever done, honestly. I think I broke 40 miles per hour. I use a slopes app. If anyone is a skier or snowboarder and wants to use a slopes app, it's pretty cool. It tells you your speed and the heights and whatever. And so that was really fun. My boyfriend waxed and my board and or my skis and we edged it and all this stuff. So it was I I did the best that I ever did. And then even the last day I was really overconfident and I tried three times on this last trail to jump and I fell every single time. Um, I have so many bruises to prove it. <laughs> but it was worth it. And I'm glad that I had the confidence. My I do. It's funny. My highlight from the trip was one day I woke up late but I still wanted to go see so it was funny because I didn't plan for it this day but when I was up and I was getting ready and I was about to leave my friend texted me and was like hey we're grabbing lunch I'm like all right cool <laughs> so I skied over to eat with you guys and we had like a little too much to drink <laughs> and then we get up to the top of the mountain afterwards and everyone's like come down this blue with us and I was like yeah whatever all right screw it like <laughs> like what this is like my I'm really not that bad at skiing. So You're I'm not. You're more scared it. to go. I'm just scared. So um, I usually stick to the greens, but I really wanted to ski with my friends. And it was, they were like, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm like, okay, great. My favorite memory was we're coming down. And I'm like, I'm doing all right. Like, I'm, I'm up. You know, I fell maybe once. But again, like, by this point, it had snowed all night the night before. So these big, fluffy piles of snow. So I was basically hysterically laughing every time I was falling. But my favorite moment was, like, we hit a, this trail was like very windy and like sharp hairpin turns I guess and there was one point where there was like one of the turns just had so many piles of snow on it and I remember I fell Taylor's like struggling and then Cassie comes in falls you come in fall I was just like, <laughs> like we all like hit this one pile of snow we all just completely got wrecked and it was just that was my favorite part of the whole weekend because I loved it it was, just, it was like a collective. I was like, oh, there are my friends. Because I went ahead of everybody because everyone usually catches up to and passes me at that point. Oh, no, dare dare point. I quote our third episode, BFFs who hit loads together stay together. I mean, we finished it. We finished it. So it was good. But that wound up being like one of my favorite things. But um, the, the stressful thing I wanted to mention about the ski trip 
and to kind of start segueing into the topic for that we have for today very very interesting segue but um we are we did our technically our first week of running like training for this marathon was that week was it that week or was it, it started before? i think the week of christmas yes so the week of christmas it started i'm on a roll obviously i just mentioned i literally ran on christmas so that's i mean Kudos. not a deal but it's like you know, <laughs> taking the day off yeah um but then i obviously didn't feel well the day after so i didn't run too much then and then i go on a ski trip where you know the ground was ice for like 90 percent of it so i really i planned to get out and run which was kind of the sad part is that and i didn't get to and it was from saturday to thursday so i didn't get back into running until friday and it was very very stressful i was really like i wasn't showing it but i was very upset about it because i'm stressed like i'm very nervous i don't want to i was i was laughing about it with brooke but i was texting her and i was sort of serious of like I don't want to be, you know, halfway through this marathon and think to myself, well, I should have ran, like, you know, like, <laughs> should have ran week two. <laughs> and I know that that sounds absurd, but when you're going through the week and you're sitting there on the couch in Vermont, you're like, shit, like, I need to, like, be running. And, like, it, it, it's hard not to be out there on the streets knowing that you have this impending doom of 26 miles in April and knowing how important it is to be consistent for the weeks that you're supposed to be training because it's not about you know making up for it at the end it's about doing the small daily runs in the beginning every day and building up gradually and so it's just i it, it kind of sent me into like the last week of like a little bit of a of a spiral of like i'm not eating well i feel you feel bloated from christmas and i just i'm you know i'm very much the type of person that gets extremely hard on myself so these last couple of days running has been making me feel better about it, but I'm still kind of like in a weird headspace of like, I, can't, I I'm not almost not letting myself get excited about the new year and like training for this marathon because I'm like, I feel out of shape. Can I even do this type thing? And it's, it's just like the doubt getting the better of me and like not, you know, not letting myself let go of, of kind of not following the, the, the marathon running plan. In the yeah. Kind of I want to say, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I think what you're saying, I know that we're running a marathon, so it seems even more that you really need to stick to this plan and everything. But I think what you're feeling is something that everyone feels during the holidays. Obviously yeah. the whole holiday season from Thanksgiving to New Year's is con like for most people, it's constant parties, food, drinks, you know, alcohol, everything like that. And I think it's Everyone kind of feels like, oh shit, I've been eating so bad lately, and you know, I've been yeah. doing so much and like, That's why New Year's resolutions come at a good time. But I, what, what I told you when we were on the ski trip, because I also had planned to run one or two days. I brought stuff to run. Okay. You know, when we were in Vermont, and we didn't end up doing it. And yeah. I tried. You know, I did stop you at the end, and I was like, I'm not making up my runs that I lost. I think you know. Yeah. I, I know I skied more than you, but. Regardless, yeah, you're allowed to take time off. You're allowed to do that. And I think the problem in diets and things like that, and even when people start working out so crazy, is you try to make up for lost time, kind of, yeah. or you try to make up those calories that you ate, you try to make up those days that you took off. But in reality, that's never going to last long term. And why I always say, like, I'm not one to restrict or whatever, because I think, like, it's about your lifestyle. So, like, you're going to keep running for the next year. You're really not going to yeah. miss those days that you lost. And even to people who aren't running or aren't whatever, you're not going to miss those calories. Like, you just have to start new the next day. 
Yeah. Just, and it doesn't even have to be the next day. If you had a shitty breakfast this morning, if they somebody brought bagels into your office and you're feeling like shit, like, it's fine. Go ha- have an apple. Like, have some tea. Do yoga later. Yeah. Go for a walk later. Like, there's so many little things that you can do to make yourself feel better instead of just saying, like, instead of saying, fuck this day, I already messed up. And instead of punishing yourself tomorrow, like, just get back on track. That's all yeah. The one thing. It's not the answer. And it just creates such an unhealthy relationship. And I know I just totally went off. but yeah. I know. No, that that's helpful. But the other thing I'll say to wrap it up, and then I have something fun is um I always like to think about um I, I, I'm gonna like totally mess up the wording on it but how if you're living your life you know one way it, it, I guess it's like the sum you have to think of like the sum of everything as opposed to the one isolated like I spent four days and not doing anything but think about the entire year like it's like one wrong day isn't gonna one couple couple of wrong days or like not wrong but like days where I'm not following what I said I was gonna follow isn't gonna mess up the 18 weeks like it's 18 weeks of consistent running if you miss the first three or four it, it, it when you think about the sum of the runs it's really a small percentage but I think in the moment it's really hard to get yourself in the mindset of like you know a couple days is not gonna knock me out because think of all of the the sum of all of the meals of the entire year and like the last what two weeks of of everything you're 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 letting yourself just do whatever you want like I think I think that I get I definitely do overwhelm myself a lot with that and like it's okay and I totally agree with what you just said but um I did I did look up what skiing is helpful for when it comes to working out so Downhill skiing is actually not as good as cross-country skiing, if you could already assume that. Um, I didn't do any cross-country skiing, but that would have been a better exercise for me to keep up my aerobic strength, like, you know, breathing and and things like that. Um, And then, but actual downhill skiing works muscles in your core and your hips that you actually can't work by running or cross-country skiing. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So we got new hip muscles last week. Well, maybe you did. I didn't. Well, it's funny because actually I was after the first day, I was telling Alex that Alex Carly's boyfriend, who also skis, that I had this crazy like muscle on my inner thigh that like felt so pulled. And we were talking about it. And yeah, because I definitely feel like I don't use that muscle ever. Well, if you think about like the form of when you're skiing, like you're in like a seated position sort of, you're kind of, I mean, if you're in the right position, you're like sort of bent forward, but like kind of sitting back. And like when you're doing that, you're holding your quad and your leg muscles, like even the inner groin and stuff like that in a position that they're not fully used to and you're applying like some type of pressure to that when you're like carving through the snow and you have to sort of turn like that so you are like you are you're working muscles that you don't typically work and so and then I also put for my own though I put my back muscles question mark when I'm like pulling myself (laughs) (laughs) well so the first um ski trip um I took this season was with my boyfriend and his two friends and they were learning how to ski so we were on the magic carpet and the bunny hill like a lot. And I was kind of pulling myself a lot um, because I wasn't going super fast uh, that whole trip. So I remember my lats, like my back, like my big back muscles were like so sore. And I was like, shit, it's like a back workout. Hello. So that's another thing too, which they didn't include, but I will include because you wind up doing a lot of that sometimes. So whatever is the workout. I wanted to quickly go back to something that you had said um, 
just when, you know, you talked about how many meals you eat in a year and, you know, is what you have the last two weeks worth it. When you started saying that, I, I literally had my mouth open because I want to relate it back to work because this morning I texted my boyfriend, um, it's 7.08 and I already made my a work mistake. Happy Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 20 minutes later, I said, mistake number two, send email to 30 people, breaking records today. <laughs> and, then, and then I said, like, I'm going to try... I literally said, I'm trying to commit to not caring about my mistakes, not stressing over it. And because like, I stress over, like these are such little details that I stressed over this morning, like stupid, like I, I put somebody's start date wrong in an email, like totally not a big deal, nobody actually cares. Send an email and fix it. And like, I get so focused on these little mistakes that I make, but like, I do so many other things right in my job. Like, I'm not getting fired, like I'm not getting a pay cut, like whatever, you know, because of these mistakes. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with eating. Like you had a bagel, you had some alcohol, you had some candy, we all did, it's okay. Like, and I just think we all spend so much time on those little details, whether it's about food or you missed a yeah. workout or you made a mistake at work. And like, just, just reiterating that in so many aspects of life, like those little mistakes. Like It's a real balance because it does, you do have to have some level of like self-discipline and looking yeah. at yourself and saying, hey, like certain behaviors that don't align with your goals and I think that's where I get stressed out is because I'm like well I have this huge goal and I want to get to it and there's the, the the it's not like the desire isn't there but there's just sometimes where do I make myself crazy and do it or do I just say hey it's not going to work out you know when like it's it's hard to draw that line with yourself because you are and, and I, I don't think we're as thoughtful with ourselves as we could be ever um because i know with me i'm like well you didn't make time for it so it can't be that important but like at the end of the day like if it was you i'd be like oh no dude you're fine you're fine you're doing great you know what i mean but like if it's me it's like well (laughs) you're the worst you know but well i think i mean that goes into just like asking yourself is this a constant problem or am i just not feeling it today you know what i mean like it's no if it's constant or not and if it is constant if it is actually something that you want to achieve like do you have those measurable goals people talk about yeah. it all the time smart goals like you can't just say you know I want to run a marathon or I want to lose 60 pounds like what are you doing so you need to you know put those 30 minutes of time three days a week to work out if you're not doing yeah. those things then yeah take a step back and see what you can do to change but also accept just the days that you don't want to take that 30 minutes that's okay yeah and just it's just acknowledging though as well that it is difficult and it's okay that it's difficult and it should be because it's not like not everybody is like, yo, I'm gonna run a marathon and have a full time job and try to get healthy and uh, you know, hope for the best, like <laughs> and have a podcast and you know, have a life. And it, it you know, you do have to at times like sacrifice certain things and but again, like just trying to look at your life and this sounds really silly, but like almost holistically and say, like, okay, is all this stuff serving me and Am I driving myself crazy over something stupid? Like, or does this mean a lot to me? And is it something that, you know, I, I, it's worth getting, you know, a little bit frustrated with myself over. Um, and I think as far as, you know, I got back, I ran, like I said, I ran four miles on Friday, pretty good. And like, that's the other thing too, is getting myself started is very hard. And I know it's hard for pretty much everybody of trying to get in the mindset of, yeah, like I'm so excited. Like, let's get out and run. I'm like, oh. like even like Friday, I was okay because I obviously hadn't been back, and Saturday was fine too because it's like, oh, I'm only gonna do two miles because I didn't want to jump right back into it and start doing like four and five and six because I didn't want to hurt myself. So I was like, you know what, I'll do two, and then I'll do 
five on Sunday and then I'll just roll right into the next week of runs because the long run I was supposed to do this weekend was five. So I did, what is that? 11 miles over the course of the last three days. I'm tired. The run yesterday was very tiring, um, but it was actually one of my fastest splits. So I'm not, you know, I'm not in a bad spot. And it, it just took me getting myself back up and just like getting myself back out there. And like, I was excited about it. I told you yesterday, I really did. I was like, five miles seems so hard right now. But then I was in it and it went by, it flew by. And by the end, I sent you like a funny Snapchat. I was like, let's go. So it always makes me feel better. I have to remember that because. The other thing about it too is I don't have the same like habit cue that I used to have with running um, because I used to get home earlier with my other job and I used to keep my gym clothes in my car and that was like a big trigger for me because like I don't know how much you read up on habits but basically the, the rule of thumb is that like you have to have like a cue that sets off the mindless habit. So whether it's like putting your shoes out in the morning to run in the morning and like that's the cue and anytime you can like train yourself to do the action directly after the cue, no matter what the circumstances. So I don't really have that anymore. And I've noticed how it's kind of taken a toll on my brain because I go home and then I have then I have to put clothes on to go work out as opposed to just going straight to the gym. And that just being the flow and me not thinking about it. So I don't have a second to be like, oh, do I really want to do this today? Where like now I do. So it's kind of, it's kind of thrown me through a loop a little bit of having this process of like, do I, do I really, do I not want to do this because I'm not flowing into my habit or do I not want to do this because I don't feel up to it? So it's been, it's been a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think routine obviously helps and, like I need to work out either in the morning or yeah right when I get home from work there's no go home chill out watch a tv no then work out for me I just can't do that so I think knowing what your routine is is really good I also just wanted to I guess give the last bit of my update since you just talked about your training um this Saturday, I did my longest run so far in the training I did my first nine miler I was like Um, I saw that and I was like how the hell is Sherry doing nine? <laughs> but you are on a completely different schedule. Because you have um, a half. And I was like, ah, that was another thing, too. I was like, why am I not doing nine? I can do nine. We're doing different like, plans, girl. We're on different schedules. Relax. I know. I had, that was another thing. Um, but two things I wanted to say about my run. The first, uh, I did post this on our Instagram story today. It came up on my Snapchat, like, look back or whatever, that I ran nine miles for the first time a year ago today. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. And so my yeah. run on Saturday was 20 minutes faster. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's definitely um, – I could have told you that. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, that's awesome, though. Thanks. And also, my run, this was my first time trying goo. So I kind of just wanted oh. to talk about it if there's anyone listening who's like, what the hell? What is goo? They're like gels, right? Is that the name of the brand? I think goo is the name of the brand. Okay. okay. Yeah, they're like oh, gels. Really? I just had chocolate flavor. And so it tells you, like, on the package, it says to have one every, like, 45 minutes. So I like I the chocolate one. I thought it was going to taste bad. Like I've read really bad things about goose, which I have heard brands differ wildly and that there's different types of flavors. Some flavors are terrible. Yeah. (laughs) So it literally tasted like chocolate frosting. I was like, I thought I was, this was going to be hard to take down. No, it tastes like literally, it reminds me of the, um, the Duncan, the, no, not the Duncan, um, Dunkaroos frosting, (sighs) but like a little bit thicker. Yeah, yeah, it was thick, but it was really good, and it was really easy to do. Like, I slowed down a little bit, but then, yeah. like, I kind of started jogging again as I was eating it, and I also brought 
this was my first time bringing water with me on a run because I got my new clip belt. Um, yeah. So how was that? Both of those things definitely, for sure, helped me. Okay. For so long, like anything over even five miles, I would feel so hungry at the end of my mm -hmm. run, so thirsty, like so just down. And so <laughs> I made myself throw up, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. So it was so helpful uh, for anyone thinking about trying them. I definitely recommend trying them. Also, if you're doing any races, they say to definitely try and doing it during your yeah, half or full marathon. I so. forget what I did it for, but I think when I was still running after the half marathon, I had done it for like one long run. And I, I say, I have the same things to say. I think, um, I think they're so helpful. Um, especially I think they're like almost at this point essential. If you're going to do anything, I agree. Over like eight, 10 miles, like any type of race, like what was that? Six K would be like eight, Eight, right? Right? Like I, trying, I don't know what, what math I'm is. trying to say. I'm trying to say basically, I don't think you need them for like a 5K or under. But oh, anything no, like no, I don't that, think so either. I would think anything above that, like definitely. Yeah. And yeah. also another thing that might, so I have a friend who does uh, Ironman races. And so he, obviously he's a huge fan of the gels, but he's it. So Ironman races, if you're not familiar with them, we may have mentioned them on the podcast before, but just for context, they're a mile or so swim, a hundred mile bike and a marathon all in one. So you just do all those things. So typically it takes somebody like if they're decent in good shape, they've done the training, it takes them maybe like six, seven hours or so. Um, to do all this. So obviously you're not going to do seven hours of working out without eating. So he actually will eat like full meals on the bike. But what he does say is that the gels are great for like when he's running, because when you're, <clears throat> when you're biking, like he has like people to kind of like with him and he has like um, people who can carry meals for him and, and whatnot. But when he's out on the run, like it's a little bit harder, I think. So I don't know if he has a crew with him the whole time, but I know if I think about the run, the run, it's probably pretty difficult because you're kind of moving pretty fast. And if you're not stopping at some point, it's hard to eat. So to have those in your pocket when you're, if you're like really dying, but you don't want to stop, that's why they're good for like races. But then he also mentioned um, electrolyte tabs. Yeah, I've heard of those too. Which he said I, he would literally not do anything without. He's like, I, I take them. He's like, I literally will drink them. Because they're they're like little um, tablets. You put them in water and you drink the water. He's like, I will literally have them if I'm just like not feeling up for a workout and like, and whatever. Because they they're they help you with a burst of energy, but they're also super hydrating. So well, I'm maybe into that. I'll try. Yeah, I definitely want to try a lot of stuff during this training because training last goes, year, yeah. right before the half, is when I was thinking maybe I'll about try too. I was so nervous about the half marathon that I was thinking about it, and everything I read was like, don't do anything new on race day. Don't do anything new on race day. So I want to. During this training, try out different goos. I want to try eating yeah. maybe like an actual banana or something on the run. Maybe I'll try yeah. those electrolyte tabs. And so that's my tip, just training tip to anybody training for whatever. Just always practice. Just training. Yeah, I would just try everything. Even people have said about the goos, it could upset your stomach and whatever. So yeah. I definitely just want to try well, everything out. When we did the half, I remember after my last long, long run or like after I was doing I was getting to the point where I was tapering, so I wasn't doing any long runs anymore, but somebody was telling me, or maybe we were talking about the gels, and I was like, shit, I didn't get to try them, and I really wanted to do it for race day, but again, I just didn't, because I didn't know what the heck was going to happen that day, so I was like, I don't want to, you know, poop my pants, basically, like, out on this race, <laughs> because I took a gel, and, like, that, was, that just ruins the whole thing for me. It would have been terrible, but 
Yeah. So I definitely, um, I'm going to make it a point to, I mean, gels I already know I'm pretty good with, but the electrolytes I want to try. Yeah. On the topic of being prepared, we kind of wanted to talk to you guys on this episode about meal prepping. We feel that a lot of people have their 2020 resolutions to eat better and, you know, get into a fit lifestyle, however you want to call it. So we wanted to kind of give some ideas on meal prepping, right? You said this was something you're starting to do for this year too, right, Carly? Yes. So I I haven't done meal prepping in quite a while because I just got a new job and you have to, there's a, when, when you actually really get into the planning and like the, you're actually going to commit to doing it. There's a lot you have to consider <laughs> and job being one of them. When I was on in a sales job, I was you know on the road all the time. So it was very hard for me to like have a lunch to heat up. And I kind of got in the groove with that. But then once I started, I started this job like the second week in December. So I really wasn't the first week or so thinking about oh let me start meal prepping it was really now was the time for me to get back into it so this is my first week with it if you want me to if you have anything overall you want to say I would say it now because I'm just gonna jump into like what I did for this week okay um well I don't my first tip is just like buy containers off Amazon I'm saying that because I feel like people make excuses so often about stupid things with meal prepping. And so, like, just get yourself those containers. They're designated for meal prepping, and now you have yeah. an excuse to meal prep. So, like, also, that's first. <laughs> um, check out check out if they're microwavable safe, if they're plastic, or use glass ones if you're weird about plastic. My mom's weird about plastic. She thinks it gives you cancer, which it might. I don't know. But she, so she has – and well, whatever. It's She's, she's – into the glass ones so whatever your preference is they're fairly cheap um i think they have them they have them in a bunch of different places but yeah amazon super cheap you can get a, get them in bulk i agree marshall's tj maxx home goods yeah. um i don't i mean right now i have the same meals pretty much all the time at work i used mm-hmm. to meal prep a lot more when i had my apartment because i live by myself and honestly if i didn't meal prep i wasted so much food <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's just what you have to do when you live by yourself but really um, it's so it's when you when you can get into it it does so many good things for you it keeps you on track with the diet but it also saves you so much money it saves you so much time yeah like just by getting everything done on sunday like you're set and i know some people like sometimes i'm weird with salads i'll buy half of my week produce like sunday and i'll buy more for like on wednesday for thursday friday so i get that's weird about it um but most things, like, you could freeze a lot of things. like you, you Yeah, could, and it's uh, one of those things that I think takes a lot of um, upfront thought and planning. But once you're in a groove with it, like, it's mindless. It's completely mindless. But I really think once, like, before, like on the outside looking in, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Because <laughs> it seems like it's so much work. But seriously, get the containers research something you want to cook, learn how many servings you need of it. I'm, I'm going to tell you up straight up right now, the first week you do it, you're going to get the servings wrong. You're either going to have too little or too much. Um, well, no joke. My suggestion for that, I have a food scale. And I mean, when I meal prep, I literally weigh it all. Like this is how many ounces everything is. And then I'll weigh it all but in individual containers. Some people, though, I get that you don't want to do that and that adds time. No, no, no. I, I don't mean it like that. But I also mean like there's going to be days where you're hungrier or not. Hungrier. Right, right. Like I just feel like there's days where I come home and I basically still have my lunch in my bag 
or there's days where I was so hungry that I needed to buy a snack. So like, I just think for that respect, but yeah, you can get really specific and weigh food. And like, if you're going to go not crazy with your diet, but if you're going to count like macros, you want to know, you know, what you're eating, but if you just want to be like, there's different levels to it. You can do that, but you can also just be like, listen, I just want to eat clean foods and I just want to eat good foods. And I want to make sure that I, I don't have the ability to like, one o'clock, 12 o'clock rolls around and you're like, oh, I'm going to go out for lunch. Like, and you get some shitty like Chinese food and it's all over. You have the worst day ever. You know, so it, it, it definitely helps with that. Well, but, get into yeah, what yeah. you did for this week. And then at the end, if I still, I want to give some ideas and stuff. So go, yeah. go what you got and then, and then I'll finish up. So, um, yeah, so I got over the weekend, I got um, a blender and a crock pot. Granted, I used to do smoothies a lot, so I kind of was already, I kind of already knew what to get for that. Um, so that was pretty low maintenance for me, but in this new apartment, I didn't have a blender, so I got that on the weekend. And for the mornings, I'm preparing a smoothie the night before, and then if that's not enough food for me, I might do like another little mason jar of overnight oats. Another thing you can get instead of the, um, the containers, you can get mason jars. I think they're good for smoothies and they're good for uh oatmeal i think you could probably use plastic as maybe the same but i kind of just like the mason jars they're really they close really tight and they're airtight so they help keep the food fresh but also they don't spill in my bag i get nervous about the tupperware stuff i have my own lunch bag for that but sometimes it's not big enough to fit everything so um i really i'm a huge fan of the mason jars for the overnight oats and the smoothies if you're going to do it um and it, i just do iced strawberries like the frozen ones you can get um, I cut up a banana, um, I do a scoop and a half of whey protein, vanilla flavored, and then just some oat milk. I don't measure everything out. I kind of just throw it in and usually um, it gets me like a full mason jar, small one of uh, breakfast. And this, that's what I had this morning. And I also had, sorry, I'm like a little congested. Um, I had an apple with peanut butter. So that was my morning everything that I was eating all of that from 8 30 to 11 30. It, it was a lot of food and i feel very full right now but i don't feel bloated and i don't feel super hungry and it's we're recording it's 1 30. it's almost 1 30 it's like 1 10. um and i have for lunch i did a crock pot meal which if you're lazy and you want a meal prep this is the answer. crock pots are amazing this is the <laughs> answer to all of your lazy meal prep prayers i am not joking I joke. So I've also been I've encountered recently, as of like maybe two months ago, white bean chicken chili, and it's phenomenal, and I love it. And I didn't know I could love white beans because they kind of freak me out, but here we are. And I had it twice in Vermont actually, and I was like, this is incredible, and I need to make this for myself. So I found the ingredients. I threw them all in the crock pot at like one thirty turned it on, opened it up at 5.30, and I had the softest chicken I've ever cooked in my entire life, beautiful, in there at the bottom, just chilling, and a stew. I just, like, I sh I took the chicken out, I shredded it up, I put it back in, and it's amazing, and I have five servings of it for the week, and Good I'm job. ready to go, and I'm doing better than you. <laughs> that's, that, honestly, great job. I think that's, yeah. that's great. I'm proud of it. But that's it. It's so low maintenance. <laughs> like, i if I cannot, I cannot stand by the crock pot and the wash mine like blows up tomorrow. Like, ah, don't say that. Um, I stand by it because you literally 
everybody knows how to use a freaking crock pot. So I'm just, I'm just stating the obvious here, but you throw stuff in, you ignore it, and then you come back and you have a wondrous meal for the entire week. Um, however, I understand that can get a little bit monotonous like if you're the type of person who can't eat the same thing every day i know that i'm well there's thousands of crock pot recipes yeah so you could do a small serving and maybe on saturday cook something and then maybe on sunday cook something different and have like alternating days i would think would be a good idea but that's kind of it's kind of all i got that's like that's where i'm at right now i'm looking up new recipes i'm loving pinterest yes i'm doing the thing i have a whole crock pot recipes pinterest board dude yep I'm on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on board with it and I, I think I want to try like a another like chicken recipe but put more chicken breasts in it and just have like some type of flavor like a barbecue or like a, a southwest flavor and then put it over rice and just be like a baller at lunch like I feel like that's gonna be fire so. also winter is the best time for meal prepping because you can just most things are hot and crock pot and it's perfect for winter yeah I'll still probably be doing crockpot shit in like July. Yeah, but I'm just saying this is the time, and they're probably yeah. on sale because the holidays are over. So go buy your crockpots. Oh yeah, I got mine on Amazon. It's like the little dinky Hamilton Beach one. It serves me so well. It's like thirty bucks. So also like ask a great aunt or something. Like so many oh, people yeah. have them. Like just I've got my yeah. me down. So my mom just sent me a picture of the one she has, and I got the same one. I think I got a little bit of like a. I, I should have got a, maybe a little bit of a bigger one. I wouldn't think that for next time. I think. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what size mine is, but it's kind of like between the mini one and the, the big one. So I don't know. Maybe just look at the dimensions on that because I didn't. But it, it's fine. Everything fit barely. Who <laughs> <laughs> nervous actually? I like, how, how um, many people you're feeding? I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. My my one friend Danielle like she's upset. She like cried when she got a crock pot for Christmas. She just like loves food and like loves crock pot life because like who doesn't? Like I feel that on so many levels. But she has three crock pots. She has a big one, and then she has like a medium sized one, and then she has like the mini crock pot, which is like really good. She said for fondue, fire. Yeah, like, well, she's beyond me in terms of levels of crock pot life, but it's okay. I asked her. I was like, hey, so I saw that my crock pot. <laughs> I was like, and it said don't use two inches, but I didn't. And she's like, no, it's fine. She, as long as, she said, as long as. Um, there's enough room for it to simmer at the top and there's still like the pressure and just don't open it. She's like, it's fine. And honestly, she was right. It all turned out good. Onions are soft, chicken was cooked and we made it. So cool. That's um, great. Well, I have some ideas and feel free to jump in if you have any additional ones. So first I just said breakfast jar stuff. I wrote, um, yeah. you can put yogurt, chia pudding, people do overnight oats. Love. Um, you can always add fruit, granola, coconut mm-hmm. flakes, chia seeds, flax seeds, whatever. Um, I think that's great. All that jar stuff, people just make them, put it in the fridge. Yeah. I also used to do, um, this is kind of hard and it probably could be a little bit more work for you in the morning. So if you have time, but I used to do um, those like long and thin uh containers and I used to just toast two pieces of toast and put peanut butter and bananas on it and just throw that in a Tupperware and eat that kind of on the way to work but it's a little bit more maintenance I guess is what I would say but if, if you're the type of person who doesn't like a smoothie or an oatmeal in the morning then I would then I would maybe look to that avenue of like a toast and just putting it in a container yeah I have also seen people do those um egg muffins 
that you um, make in prep where you do like eggs, bacon, spinach, whatever, and you make like these little egg muffins and that's another oh, yeah. really good one for breakfast. And that's- My mom does a frittata or you can do the cupcake tray. Right. Yeah. Egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then anything else, any other ideas for breakfast? I mean, just fruit always. Like, so yeah, easy. I like to eat. And like, that was so funny. I was telling my coworker this morning, I was like, I literally went from not having a lot of fruit over the past month to my entire morning being fruit. I was like, I don't know how it's going to affect me. Like, sugar high <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of it, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so lunch and dinner, I kind of grouped together because I kind of eat the same stuff for lunch and dinner. Uh, right. Salads are always popular. I, this week, I actually got two different salad kits from Trader Joe's. So I get to have two different salads this week. So I'm going to split one of them today and tomorrow. And then I'll have one for two other days. And one day I work from home. So I make whatever. I I forgot to mention, though, for me, for dinners, Alex and I cook, um, like, those meals that we get sent to us. So I'm, like, kind of – I can't give much advice on dinner. (laughs) I don't think about Oh, I mean, that's, like, that's all meal prepped for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) I'm the laziest meal prepper ever, but – that's part of it is we get stuff sent to us. But, um, but I try to coordinate breakfast and lunch to sort of offset dinner. Cause sometimes the dinners are like, they're actually pretty like portioned pretty well in terms of like um, distribution of the macros. So like, it's usually a carb, a vegetable and a meat. So it's okay. But sometimes we get like pasta and that's it. So, so I try to be like, you know, I try to balance it out basically with what we're having. So, yep. I think that's good. Some other ideas. I mean, we just kind of talked about chili and soups. So good for lunch and dinner. Um, A lot of people have always done the classic, you know, brown rice and chicken. Um, But you can play that up a lot. Uh, You could do spaghetti squash, zoodles, turkey meatballs, brown rice pasta, pastas. What'd you say? Spices are everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think meal prep looks a little sad sometimes when you have like, chicken and rice but like if you have chicken with like spices on it yeah my boyfriend a lot of most of the time he'll have like every other week he does this like make uh, I don't if you've ever heard of Zoe's Zoe's Kitchen it's like a fast yeah yeah Yeah, and they make these Mediterranean bowls with cauliflower rice and chicken so he has that like all the time and he'll bring his own sauces in other little containers like a zug sauce or something I don't even know but like he'll bring other stuff to you know spice it up and do whatever so that's another good option um you can be creative uh, I mean you could just have your last night's dinner you can always meal prep the next day for, you know yeah. for a day yeah. there's always those well, sometimes we do that for the meals that we get sent to us so like if you're so they always do um two servings so like if you get three nights of meals sent to you it's three nights but it's two servings so when Alex wasn't here when he was in Vermont I made like two or three of them and I brought the one for the next day so you can use that as your meal prep like you could go crazy with that and just you know you're making dinner for yourself every night but you're also simultaneously making yourself lunch for the next day that's fire like that's the best way to do it again I'm just going to tell you how to do it but in the laziest way possible so <laughs> that's like my with my motto with it but um I have one last thing okay don't drive yourself crazy over this if you have a weekend where you really can't see yourself getting to do it don't freaking do it or maybe do it Monday night and like mentally prepare yourself that Monday night you're gonna cook a shit ton of food so I used to do that a lot 
in Philly because we would go out on the weekends and you know, on a Saturday night and Sunday, I'd be like, the last thing I want to do is stand in my kitchen for three hours and cook. But a crock pot comes in, that's fire. I didn't have that. But yeah, I feel like if you just make a plan for yourself and stay consistent, then that's really good. But I just really quickly wanted to say the most important thing for me that's been helpful in getting through those days where you said like maybe you're super hungry one day or whatever. It's not necessarily meal prepping, but being prepared at work with snacks. I have two snack drawers at work and filling it with (laughs) snacks that are already um, in serving sizes and are just easy. So I always have... Um, pre-portioned Ziploc bags of trail mix, nuts, yeah. uh, dark chocolate chips. That's I smart. have at work yeah. in my fridge. I have sugar-free Jello, pickles. I'll get individually packed a Smart Pop, complete cookie, yeah. time bars, Cliff bars, Lara bars, whatever. Like I have literally all that stuff in my drawers. So bring that stuff to work and have it when you're when you're hungry and not ha- and having it already in pre-packaged serving sizes is what has helped me a hundred percent so at the end of the day size trail mix you know at the end of the day i feel like 99 percent of the time you make those decisions that maybe you're not happy with yourself about when you say you're going to be on a diet and then you go to lunch or whatever a lot of the time you're just hungry and you don't have the solution like you don't have a quick thing to eat because you're just like I'm just so hungry I just haven't thought about eating and now it's like 1 30 and I haven't had lunch and, blah, 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 and you just like run down to the cafe and you look at the nice chocolate croissant and you're like I'm gonna eat this yeah you know? I think it's important even in your house like to put like have fruit have a banana put yeah. you know something right in the front of you in the refrigerator even I mean meal prepping is not just important to bring lunch to work I mean you can do it for dinners if you're someone that comes home late yeah. and you work out like prep your dinners instead of just going home being like I don't know what I want and do the easiest thing mac and cheese and then no. I will grub hub pizza and yeah. tacos. And Being prepared is, is so important in order to because not it takes, it takes <laughs> the thinking and it takes the thinking and the decision making out of it, so that you just you're just automatically living this healthier life. And you like that's the thing I think the barrier to entry seems terrible because you're like I have to get the containers, I have to like think of the shopping list, and then I have to cook it. Like, it's a lot, but at the end of the day, think of all the shit you're taking out of your life the following week. It's just, it's kind of a no-brainer. And, like, for people who do it, that's why the people who do it are so, like, I love it. It's meal prep, meal prep life. Like, and they're, like, crazy about it on Sundays. But because of the the life it allows you to lead the following week, which sounds so corny, but Well, especially if you're really... someone that buys your lunch. Think about how yeah. much money you're spending yeah. buying your lunch. It's so much cheaper. We sound like we're like selling a meal prep plan. We're like, think about your life and how it could be different if you just meal prep. <laughs> well, it's it's. I think it's just a tool that can help people, and so I just want to emphasize no, I agree. how important and I think with with like the timing right now, it's super relevant because I feel like people. I mean, it's day six. I'm sure people are already getting discouraged about their new January diets. They're like, I hate my life. So, or I already screwed up or whatever. So, consider it. I mean. It, it's great. I, 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 the reason I'm doing it again right now is because of how great it is. So I know I was spending so much money last, last few weeks and it's not sustainable. So cool. And it's good for the environment because you're not using plastic. You're reusing the plastic that you bought, but you're not using utensils and plastic bags and containers that stores will give you. So thank you for that environmental awareness. you're welcome <laughs> environmental corner with carly <laughs> you're helping yeah um, um did you have anything else or you want to wrap up 
Well, I can um, wrap up, but I kind of have to wrap up because I'm at work and I kind of have to do that. Right, Sam, I have a meeting in eight minutes. So um, I just want to quickly wrap up when we talked about getting over the holidays, just accept the bad days and move on. If you made a mistake today, do some yoga, go for a walk, drink some tea, have some fruit, do what you have to do to get back on. And meal prepping, like I said, such a great tool. We hope we gave you some good ideas. Um, Weekly pep talk from Carly and Brooke, you got this. Yes, you definitely got this. And I just also want to say, reflecting back, like I said, on my nine miles a year ago today to, to, to this Saturday, like shaving off those 20 minutes, like it seems just so silly, but like you will progress. So wherever yeah. you are right now, if a mile seems foreign to you, like it's okay if lifting yeah. 20 pounds bicep girls seems like you're never going to do that. Like you will, like you have to practice and be consistent and you will grow and you never know where you could be six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. I have no idea where I'll be a year from now, but I'm so excited like, for it. And yeah. this is, it's weird. And this is going to sound like super weird, but in yoga, they teach you like about like creating space and like how the reason yoga is effective is because you're, when you're breathing and you're stretching, you're creating space in your body that was never there. Um, and I think that that resonates so well with when you're trying to achieve a goal that seems impossible. It's because like you haven't made the space for it yet and you haven't like gotten yourself to that point yet and you haven't made the space in your mind for it to be possible. And this is like so weird. I feel like I sound like one of those weird like. No, I feel like movies. this is amazing. Like I'm just ready to just end it. Like that. Was yeah. <laughs> so just think about think about how you can stretch yourself this year and create a new space when you're going to look back like in a year and you're going to say, wow, I never thought I could get here. But like, it, I, I had to, you know, it, it's not easy. You have, to ima- you have to imagine yourself in a different, you know, type of, type of routine, type of life. And like, you would never thought that you would be running this much, this fast. And like, it's just because you, you didn't know how to make the space in your head for it. And I think that that's, that's, that's kind of part of it. So yeah. And I don't care I if you already I mean, messed up in 2020, 2020 is going to be your year. We're all going to grow in so many different ways. So just own it. If the world doesn't it. end. <laughs> cool. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, we'll be out. Follow us on Instagram at love myself podcast. Uh, you can email us love myself podcast at gmail.com. Whatever. Wait, let's, Oh, I was going to say, let's do it on, on exactly an hour, but it's like 30 seconds. So just cut me off. Bye. All right. Bye.